Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. You're listening to the Unchained Rock Show with me, Steve Harrison. Gives me a great pleasure to be here backstage at the O2 Ritz Manchester sold out show for Testament. And I'm chatting with Alex Skolnick. Alex, how are you doing? Good, Steve. How about yourself? I'm not too bad at all. Great to be uh, chatting to you again. Always a pleasure to uh, to meet with you. So uh, you guys are back in sort of, well, second leg, I suppose, for Brotherhood of the Snake and uh, extensive touring across Europe with Vader and Annihilator as well. Correct. Yeah, it's uh, starting to wind down yeah. for this cycle and uh, I think you know, some new music will be worked on later this year. Yeah. The target date of uh, 2019. Yes. Uh, to start the whole cycle over again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the tour's been going great. We've had a great time with uh, Annihilator and Vader. Uh, all over Europe. Um, Now we're uh, we're, we're just coming from uh, some shows we did on our own. Yeah. uh, Tel Aviv, Israel. Yeah. uh, Russia, St. Petersburg, and Moscow. Yeah. So uh, I noticed that the sort of recent post that you were uh, sort of uh, eloquent and expressive about Tel Aviv. How was that experience? Oh, yes. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, we're not on Roger Waters' radar. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not Lord or, or Radiohead. Indeed, yeah. Um, selling out of arenas or uh, stadiums. But uh, he, if he, somebody told him we went, I don't think he'd be very happy. Yeah. And I am a fan of his. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not a, a fan of uh, the movement. Indeed. And I know it's, you know, it's a touchy subject to get into, which is why I did an extended uh, post yeah. uh, explaining my position. Yeah. Uh, instead of just posting a, a photo of the band in concert holding yeah. an Israeli flag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. Well, uh, always sort of uh, uh, interesting and uh, always sort of tends to be a sort of a, a hot topic with, um, not so, wasn't a political statement uh, per se, but certainly when sort of bands and artists get involved uh, from a, a political perspective, always seems to sort of ignite the, the blue touch paper, doesn't it, in that sense? Yeah, I mean, there's also, there, you know, there are many different positions. Yeah, of course, yeah. Many different grey areas. Yeah. Um, artists are sometimes considered not knowledgeable about these things. Yeah. Um, some of us do pay attention. Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think the most recent high-profile cancellations that I'm aware of yeah, for Israel yeah. after uh, the campaign by Roger and others uh, was the Lord. Yeah. Who, you know, in her defense, it's only she's only 21 years old. Yes. Yeah. So... Yeah, uh, you can kind of understand how you know the pressure probably caught her. Yeah, the pressure possibly and yeah, external influences yeah. on there, Yeah. Whereas you know the guy, the guys in Radiohead basically yeah told them where to yeah. put it. Indeed. You know, I don't see the purpose of withholding music from that music. As I mentioned in the post, is a is a one of the, is a great agent for change. Yeah, and it certainly needs to be changed. Yeah. Driving music from uh, the citizens, yeah. uh, all from all the people, yeah. many of whom agree with you yeah. uh, about what's going on, yeah. uh, is just as 
a, you know, it's a ludicrous idea. Yeah. Yeah. And counterproductive. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I suppose just to, to segue from that link then about music and bringing sort of music to the masses, absolutely, and it is definitely an agent for change. You mentioned that you're coming to the end of the cycle for Brotherhood of the Snake. Yeah. You'll be potentially writing, but your sort of cycle of music writing never seems to stop anyway, does it? Metal Allegiance, a second album due this year. That's right. Alex Skolnick Trio, you sort of put a couple of snippets on your social media as well. Yeah, a new record is uh, recorded and almost mixed. Oh, right, okay. It's going to come out um, in September. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, in terms of Metal Allegiance, then I mean that's sort of been uh, on the cards for for some time um, yeah. in terms of that process. So, what are we uh, expecting then from and how soon? That's going to come in September as well. Right. Originally, that was targeted for middle of the summer. Yeah, and then uh, scheduling wise, it it made some more sense to uh, push it back. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that happened is um, Slayer decided to do this big farewell tour. Indeed, yeah. The package, yeah, we were very happy that Testament was invited yeah. on this. Um, and originally that was supposed to be May and June only. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, uh, that tour is done so well. Yeah. Um, majority of shows sold out. Absolutely, yeah. So there was a big demand to extend that tour. Yeah. So now that tour is going to go into the end of July um, and August, all the, almost all the way up till September. Yeah. Um, so that caused a little bit of chaos because uh, originally Testament had a few shows in Europe. Yeah. They had to cancel. Uh, I think Anthrax had a bunch yeah. that they had to cancel. Yeah. Um, Metal Allegiance was supposed to come over and do some shows. Yeah. Um, that's not going to happen. There was supposed to be a bunch of press and album release concerts yeah, yeah, yeah. around that time for Metal Allegiance. Um, yeah. So that's that's one of the reasons why it got uh, the Metal Allegiance record got pushed back yeah. in September. Yeah. But also, um, yeah, when we do an album release show for Metal Allegiance, we need a, we like to make it a big extravagance yeah. with a lot of players. Yeah. And just oh yeah, a lot of the players that we want and that are involved yeah. in this new record are touring in the summer. Yes. This wouldn't be available. Yeah. The first time they're available for an album release show is in September. So yeah. we are going to release it early September. We're going to do a big uh, album release show in New York City. Yeah. And possibly some other places, but I, I think that's it. And yeah. then... Uh, my trio record was already slated to come out the second week of September, right. and I, I already I have an album release show for that. Yeah, two album release shows for that yeah. in New York, uh, September 12th and 13th. But also uh, in Chicago and LA, right. so I'll be bopping around. Yeah, uh, there's dates in Texas. Yeah, so yeah. the trio is really. Since Testament will be wound down at that point, yeah. Um, uh, the trio's really got, got a lot of yeah. things going on, and we've yeah. been coming to Europe uh, you know, almost every year. Yes, um, for the last few years. So we're gonna we're looking at coming next year. Right? Yeah. You mentioned there then about uh, Slayer, uh, and obviously it's their sort of final tour. Do you sort of see that as uh, something special to be a part of and being invited onto that? And then sort of secondly from that, does it then sort of make you think about, uh, I'm not going to say when, but, ah, but ah, if, ah. you know, if, if sort of uh, testament may look to the future, in, in about another 20 years, yeah. obviously, <laughs> when you think we'll call it a day? Um, <laughs> you know, I... 
every ten minutes more than just myself. I know. So you I know. Have, you would have to take a poll. <laughs> yeah, a so, yeah, 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 yeah. Stir up poll. Yeah, indeed. I know for me, and I, I've waded into hot water talking about this, yeah. but I don't see being one of these older guys yeah. that just stays in a band yeah, yeah. forever. And, you know, I mean, great, much respect to Lemmy, you know, who just hung yeah. in there and, you know, practically left on stage. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't, I don't see that. You're right. Um, for me, for myself, um, I think, like, the other sides of my musical personality are going to be more doing more yes and uh, you know a lot of the instrumental artists yep. that I admire yeah like, uh, piano players just to use a couple examples like Chikoria and yeah. Herbie Hancock yeah they're piano players and they're not they've never been like wild rock stars on yeah. stage right but they're you know they're in their 70s yes now. and doing great work and yeah doing, you go to a concert now it's as exciting as yeah as ever, yeah. Um, you know, the great Les Paul, who was a guitarist, yeah. that the guitar was named after. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he kept going until he was nineties. Yeah, in his nineties, right? And loved them. I, I, I see, you know, older blues and jazz players. Absolutely. I, I, that's fun. for me. That's I think that's going to be where I'm at. And, and funny, and that was just sort of a lead-on question that I sort of made a note of in terms of. Uh, I suppose because of the the, the, the jazz uh, and sort of the blues vibe, the releases that you've got, that sort of, I suppose it's almost like a, a, a lead on from where you may feel that testaments may cease, but that, that absolutely. That, yeah, that sort and again, of, that's just, that's who I am. Yeah. I'm not telling anybody else uh, Indeed, yeah, yeah. I'm not making any judgments on anybody else. Yeah, yeah. I got quoted online for uh, a statement yeah, yeah. about that, a very similar question. And yeah. I... Triggered, you know, a few angry comments. You know, like, you know the keyboard. This what? guy, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. be in a wheelchair listening to Slayer. Yeah, and he's never too old to be a locker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I do. I'm not telling anybody absolutely yeah. what they should do, but I'm just saying that this, this, this is what I wanted. Yes. I didn't, you know, I've been in my late forties now. I didn't think I would still be doing this now yeah yeah yeah. but it feels right it's going well yeah we're selling out the uh, places like the ot academy you know that's yeah we're actually doing better than ever so uh, you know yeah um and it sounds and it's and it sounds good so i I definitely see doing it for a while but sure if it starts to feel like uh you know we're getting tired or i'm getting tired you know i I just i think it would be unfair to yeah. Keep going. And yeah. I, I have a lot of respect to Tom. Yeah. He's tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And who can blame him? <laughs> look, look at what that guy's been doing. Yeah, indeed, yeah. Decades yeah. now. Yeah. No, you know, you know bad respect for yeah. just coming out and being honest about it. Yeah. You know? This yeah. is what I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. So, I mean, to, to, regarding the uh, sort of AST, then the Alex Skolnick trio, so um, in terms of the, the new release and the approach that's going to take, and the vibe that it's got, then. So, what, what are we uh, what are we expecting from the new release? Uh, well, it's all uh, original compositions, right? Uh, so I'd say, you know, in that sense, maybe maybe it's I guess you could say it's a more mature. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We still enjoy 
doing our wacky cover. Absolutely, songs. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, the, and the one arrangement on there is of a, uh, a classical piece. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely a mature album, but I, I feel great about it. I mean, yeah. we um, we worked some of the tunes out um, on tour. Yeah. Uh, so it really has a great live sensibility. Yeah. And um, really covers a lot of bases. Yeah. I mean, it goes to, um, yeah, there's an influence of Nashville. There's a sort of blues and swing influence. Yeah. yeah. Like a world music influence. Uh, there's like an ambient, almost Brian Eno-like right, yeah. tune yeah. on there. Um, so I just, yeah, I feel so much uh, creative freedom. And it goes the guys in the band, Matt uh, Zabrowski and Nathan Peck, they, yeah. they can handle anything I throw at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And they brought in a couple, each of them brought in a couple things as well. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Great that, that is great. I mean, so in terms of uh, the, the musicality and what the next sort of 12 months hold, obviously Alex Golnick Trio, Metal Allegiance, the second release. Uh, what sort of, are you involved with other um, artists and other projects then, aside from your, your main sort of focus? Yeah. Um, there's, uh, well, uh, the ba- bass player Stu- Stuart Ham. Yeah. Who's a great bass player? Ham, yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, he and I have done a bunch of shows over the, every, every year. We do a few shows together. Yeah. Uh, we my first instrumental tour ever was in the early '90s, right? With Stu, and uh, we reconnected a few years ago. Yeah. And it's been really great, but somehow we've never recorded. So we right. are we are talking about this. How <laughs> right. we have to do a record together. Yeah. So, so we're planning to write a record this year. I'm doing. And um, will that be like a, a Stu Ham release or, or an Alex Scott? I think release? it'll be a joint release. A joint, yeah. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, there's a an Indian artist uh, named Persana who's an amazing guitar player. Yeah. Called his guitar style is called Carnatic guitar playing. Right. And it really sound, almost sounds like he's playing another instrument, like a vena or a sitar. Right. And. Um, we're uh, we have some offers to do some shows together yeah. as a duo. We play together. We just improvise. Yeah, and it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna squeeze in a short tour in between the um, players. <laughs> squeeze in, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Um, going to India. Yeah. All right. That's being, <clears throat> being worked on now. Yeah. And um, there's uh, yeah there's others too. There's oh there's um. A project called Jane Getter Premonition, which is uh, Jane Getter is a guitarist, a vocalist yeah. in New York, but she's got this great band. Yeah. That, uh, keyboardist is Adam Holtzman, who plays for Stephen Wilson. Yeah. Uh, used to he used to play for Miles Davis in the eighties. Uh, the bass player used to play for Pat Metheny. Yeah. His Mark Egan. Um, a special guest that is. Uh, we have a show in April, uh, the eighteenth. And uh, in New York at the Iridium, and special guest Paul Vernon Reed. Right, yeah, from uh, Living Color, yeah. So, yeah, that's coming up. And wow. So, yeah, there's no 
shortage of activity. I know when we've spoken before that there never seems to be with you. It's always it's it's full on and and that's it. And, and it's obviously yeah, globe trotting from one gig and one experience to yeah. another. And some of it's just radically different. Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, and so that, that sort of radical change in effect. Then does that uh, does that sort of add to the creative inspiration then because of the different experiences that you're having? I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it broadens your scope, yeah. and you have when you um, compose for a project, you you have such a uh, broad palette to yeah. choose from. Yeah. Um, you know, when I come up with <clears throat> metal ideas, yeah, I'm not limited to yeah just groups that you'll see. Um, yeah. On the lineup of the Bakken Festival, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, dig, I yeah. can go way, way beyond that and say, "Oh wow!" And the way, uh, yeah, the way to organize notes from a, um, a really unique instrumental composition. Yeah, that's either from the world music or the jazz um, spectrum. Yeah, I could apply that to metal. You yeah, yeah. Play, through, <clears throat> um, play with a metal tone. And try to come up with a riff, but I, I, you know, I just I have all these other resources. Yeah, indeed. Put in there, and uh, and for the solos too, I yeah. try to I try to make them sound different. Right. Try to throw something. Yeah, you know, I there, I think there's there's always going to be some overlap. Yeah. Um, among most uh, rock guitar players, yeah. it's hard to be like completely original. Yeah. Unless you're Robert Fripp. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But very avant-garde. Yeah. But uh, you know, within the the common language, there, there's room to yeah. squeeze squeeze in some unique ideas. Yeah, indeed. I try. It doesn't indeed. always work. But I so, w- will that creative inspiration lead to uh, any more writing? Then, obviously, uh, uh, releasing the, the book, which was what was what four or five years ago. Yeah, about five five years ago. Now. Yeah, does that sort of uh, pique your interest again about sort of uh, cr- from a creative either writing either on a personal note or on a, a fictional aspect? Is that something that you consider again? I've thought future? about it. It's just very hard, you know. Cause <laughs> Where do you find time? <laughs> yeah, the well is just full of musical ideas. <laughs> yeah. It's the same well. You know, it's very hard to yeah. be more you know, creative in um, more than one uh, vehicle at a time. Yeah. But, I mean, more than one medium, but music yeah. and, and writing. But, yeah, I mean, I do I do think about it sometimes. Yeah. Um, I do feel, yeah, I feel, it's funny, I feel this strange distance from, from the book. People tell me they like it. Yeah. I get good comments, but I just, I feel sort of removed from it. Right. And I question whether it was any good, whether I should have written. And then, um, I'm actually, well, we were in Russia, I started reading uh, Anna Karenina by Tolstoy. Yeah. And in the introduction, uh, there's a great description of how, you know, after war, and I'm, not, I'm certainly not comparing myself to <laughs> no, Tolstoy, yeah, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> he felt that had the same feeling about it. Yeah. And he actually wrote Anna Karenina as a a direct like response to war and peace. Yes, just, nobody should put out trash like 
yeah. War and Peace anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I suppose it's probably one of those things with sort of literary greats are always sort of a very sort of self hypercritical almost to an extent. Well, yeah, and I've, I've read read about this with a lot of yeah authors, so it's like okay, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's just normal. But I'm so in that phase, I don't feel like waiting yeah. into it. And I've also I've got maybe friends with um, some professional writers yeah. that are just like you know eighth degree black belt yeah. writers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, real like award winning like literary treasure, and it's a little intimidating. Yeah, like oh wow, yeah, <laughs> indeed. How can I write you know around people like like this? Yes, but, yeah, you know I, I think of eventually. Yeah. Uh, that, that will be interesting well uh, Alex uh, thanks so much for taking the time out to chat to us again I know you're uh, rather busy today uh, and again selling out shows all over the place that must make you sort of feel uh, warm inside absolutely yeah no it's it's vindicating in a way yeah because, uh, I, I think uh, you know some 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 people get get it together later yeah you know and yeah, yeah. I think that's more true of some bands too. yes they, yeah, we, yeah a renaissance period as it were yeah yeah we did you know we had we you know in the early days I think we did yeah you know, well enough to get some notice yeah. and get some great fans and but I think now um, it, it just feels fresh it always yeah. felt like well, things could, could have happened a little differently, yeah. and, and not, we're not blaming anybody. You know, yeah. it's like our own. That we, yeah, we could have handled this better. Yeah. We could have. Here's what we could. And now, I think after all this time, like these lessons have been. Yeah, but hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? As the as the saying goes. Yeah, we never, you know, had this. We don't have like this. Um, Highly celebrated period. Yeah, we always always been sort of um, on the outskirts. Of yeah, not, yeah. I wouldn't say like the black sheep, but yeah, we're not. Yeah. We were never part of the, the whole club of like the Grammys or the maybe uh, not a celebrated words. period, but certainly a constant, no, a con- yes. and a constant force mm-hmm. of that as well. Yes, whereas there have been others that have just come out larger than life yeah. and just. Blown up and just you know, and then you know, where did they go? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's like we sort of had this steady climb, and now you know, yeah, we're like, yeah, these, these types of shows that yeah. like selling yeah. out venues like this. Yeah. We, we didn't have that before. Maybe we would be the support act. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you don't take it for granted. Like, yeah, wow. yeah, indeed. Yeah. We had to do a whole other reboot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, a resurgence. Yeah, that we're building off. And yeah. Now it's. I just. I feel like now we're really catching on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we also have. We have a slightly different lineup than we had. Yeah. And um, I think it's like a car. It's like an old auto body with a, a, not only a fresh paint job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a fresh engine. Yeah. Yeah. Check out what's under the hood. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah. Which yeah. Which is our, our rhythm section of yeah, Gene Hoagland. Yeah. Steve Giorgio. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah, know, the rest of us are all, you know, just the experience of doing it for a long time is yeah. there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to say when people come to see the band, it's not, there's no regrets. So oh, yeah. I wish I could have seen them yeah, yeah. in the 90s. Yeah, no, it's actually better. To yeah, see yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Alex, always a pleasure. Uh, thanks. Thanks so much for your time again. Appreciate right. it. My pleasure. Cheers, man. <laughs>